You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Potato Files here on Never Sleeps Network. I am your host, Jeff Paul, the human potato of comedy. Uh, We're sitting here with a very funny man, a fine actor, star and creator of new bit players on CBC Jam, baby. We got Nigel Downer in the house. How you doing, Nigel? Oh, man, I'm so good, dude. I'm so good. good. This is nice. We we only ever get to meet in passing uh, in the neighborhood. We uh, we live in the same hood here. Yeah, we used to drink at the Sheaf all the time, but that uh, that shut down. R.I.P. Have you uh, peeked in the window lately over at the Wheat Sheaf lately? I've not looked in the window. There's nothing going on in there. Yeah, I see. It is empty. They renovated the patio. Looks great. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, like inside, it's just it's blank. Yeah, just the same, just the same. So it, it's it's unfortunate, man, because that was a great watering hole. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that, now it's uh, gonna be a fucking chic boutique uh, get asshole. Get out of bar. here! I'm over it, man. Yeah, I got I got the dog now, so I go to the Dunright. Oh, the. Go- <laughs> you ever go to the Dunny? <laughs> no, I've gone a couple times. A couple I'm not times. It's yeah, yeah. uh, it's a shithole. Yeah, it's it's my kind of shithole though. I uh, I, I like it. They got a nice patio for the summer. Yeah, yeah. And it's dog friendly. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, they like uh, you go in there and uh, you order a beer and they give you a dog bowl full of water and they always got dog treats and stuff. Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah. Where where is that again? Specifically? It's like uh, right, you know where H Bar is by over by the Seven Eleven on Queen. Yep, got that it. Little stretch. There. Yes, there's a, there's a dog store and got it. Or the yeah, pet yeah. store and. Yeah, nice little, nice little shithole. Yeah, man, we gotta like start heading to Queen Street now, which is uh, a good ten minutes away. Yeah, the Foggy Dew <laughs> just closed down. Oh man, I, I'm 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 fine with that. Yeah, I I didn't go there a lot. Uh, their stuff was overpriced. Yes, um, I, re- I remember when they 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 shrank the the pint glasses and then upped the price, and I was like, hey, I don't here. go here anymore. Are you serious? Yeah, they like brought in like uh like. 16 or 14 ounce glasses from like the 20 ounce they had anything they did was very noticeable like price mm. hike noticeable uh mm-hmm. like you said like the the taking the the hey man here's your glass now it's uh you know now it's just for espresso like took yeah. that like the, everything <laughs> they did they just like shrunk or inflated and just didn't even talk about it we uh we went in there a couple sundays they had a caesar bar Right. Um, and I, I don't drink Caesars or Bloody Marys. I'm not a Me big neither. tomato guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kira, Kira likes the Bloody Marys. Uh, we got to be vegan, though. Yeah, but yeah. she would go over to the the bar where you like dress your thing and just steal a shit ton of pepperettes for me. Yeah, man. That thing was aggressive. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was aggressive. I remember seeing it. I, I've gone a couple times when it was, uh, yeah, when it was those hang, Hangover Sunday kind of things. And their setup was aggressive. That's the one thing I'll give them a nice shout out for. I was like, mm-hmm. Foggy Dude, you guys, you guys did a good Caesar spread. You've you been mean? in this hood long. For those listening, we're talking about the King and Bathurst area. Lovely, lovely area. Yes, we got yes. We got my place. We got... The Never Sleeps Network. I got to say that a couple times or he doesn't pay 100%, me. 100%. 100%. Uh, if it helps, I'll say it a couple times. This is well, your second trip to the Never Sleeps Network? Uh, man, and you know what? Uh, the second time is the best. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Being on the Never Sleeps Network. Uh, yeah, it's great. This is my second time here. It's been way too long, so I'm glad that Big I'm back. Big trip across the street, eh? Oh, man, dude. It took me... And I was still late. Yeah, you Literally, I live across the street. Still five minutes late. Um, well, yeah. he moved on you. He moved on you. The... It, new, the New place, same view, same tip top Taylor, same gardener about to yeah. fall over. It's great. Yeah. You live above the wine rack right over I there. Do. I won't give your exact address. Uh, but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think you have you, to. You live by uh. the wine rack somewhere. Um, I found out uh, something very funny about the wine rack. What's that? Recently. This is why I brought it up. Uh, you know, Cal Post? 
No Cal. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he ran uh, Spirits Comedy after uh, Joanna. Okay, yeah. Um, went away. Um, <laughs> I don't know. She, she. Ah, it was a sad story. Yeah. Anyway, um, so he uh, he had that, but now he works at the wine rack part time because mm-hmm. you know stand up comedy doesn't pay the bills. What a shocker! Uh, yeah. But he told me um, they have a very strict policy against stopping shoplifters at the wine rack. They they are not insured to do to stop them in any way. Really? Yeah. So it's like, he goes, people know this and there's people just walk in, look you in the eye and just take a bottle. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah. And you're just like, you just report, okay, we got, we got it stolen. And I don't know. Somebody looks at the footage, but I, I don't think the cops really give two shits. Look, the setup of any wine rack for that matter, like not even just the one, mine, uh, <laughs> but the one, any of them is so easy to just walk. If it's not in a mall, it, it's a wrap. Cause yeah. it's just the, the wine. As soon as you walk in, the bottles are just there. Yeah, yeah, just you can just there. open a door, reach yeah. in. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, out. Like there's nothing preventing. And the people that work there are the sweetest. Uh, and they're always so nice. So I just can't see them being the aggressors. And I can't see them. Right, stop. Yeah, you know, they're not allowed to. It's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, they're not allowed to. Exactly. So I say we just go grab a couple of bottles after this. Uh, we're in luck. I brought my own. <laughs> I um, stole some today. You, uh, my, I know you through uh, my wife. Who, uh, Kira, you know her? Yes. She says you guys used to have some epic parties over there uh, near the wine rack. Oh my gosh. And yeah. now they're all done. Eh? You did 10 years in a row? That's a row. Yeah, that's a wrap. Um, it was 10 years, uh, and, and my crew, so my dudes were about 10, 10 fellas deep. Uh, we always threw in money for these parties because, uh, and, and because we were talking about nostalgia earlier. Mm-hmm. Because we always wanted to have those classic epic house, house parties, parties, right? Yeah. And really stemming <laughs> off of the old school, you know, kid and play house party, that yeah, idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so we threw some money in the pot. We were like, listen, this is what we want to do. The space is well big enough. Uh, let's just throw this party and see what happens. And so we threw our first one and uh, I made t-shirts. So I'm a graphic designer as well. Yeah. So I made t-shirts um, for everybody. So everybody that came in got a free t-shirt until we ran out. Mm-hmm. Uh, our motto was... Um, uh, I'm not ready or I wasn't ready. And that was, that was the motto. And then, uh, the parties were just crazy. Everything was free. So all you had to do is just be a good person to show up. Me and Kara have those kind of parties, but, uh, we don't have 10 friends to throw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that doesn't, that's, yeah, that's going to hurt the business. Yeah, I guess people like to show up with a bottle of, uh, $9 wine from the rack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I got you this. Thank you. Amazing. Well, Convenience. Yeah. Enjoying, yeah. enjoy the caviar. No, yeah. we, we don't caviar. We did get a nice shrimp ring this year at our Christmas party. Hey, man, you got to love a good shrimp ring, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? No, I'll, I'll crush it. I'll go at least half of, half of that ring. I'll be Just mean. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> My best friend, uh, still to this day, shout out to uh, Johnny Blaze Henderson. He uh, he lived across the street from me when um, when we were kids. Uh, shout out to Cambridge, Ontario. Oh. And, um, and so his mom was notorious for always getting shrimp rings on the holiday season. <laughs> like just ridiculous amounts of shrimp rings. They're East Coasters at heart. So she just, we would crush, I mean, we would crush one, two shrimp rings every couple days. No problem. <laughs> just because we were there and we were kids playing video games and then we're just going to crush these and just shit for days. You know what I mean? Yeah. Speaking of uh, shitting for days. Well, oh boy, good I don't know if it's day. Well, anyway, yeah. um, the last time I saw you, I was taking a shit. Yeah, true. Um, just scrolling the old uh, Instagram and then uh, you <laughs> pop up selling fucking Big Macs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. What the fuck? Nigel's hogging Big Macs. All right. Oh, man. Yeah, my new favorite sandwich. Um, 
yeah, I booked this gig uh, quite a few months ago. And so we did, um, so we, like, I was that much of a part of it. <laughs> so, so uh, I've got some ideas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Went to this, like, uh, McDonald's corporate and was like, I have ideas. And they were like, we're listening. Um, so I set up a McDonald's uh, uh, kitchen in Dundas Square, <clears throat> just in this, like, um, yeah, so you see through kitchen. So everything is the way that the process is of how they're making the new Big Mac, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, that ad campaign grosses me out. Juicier, like hotter. What the fuck but, were you feeding me before? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was interesting, but it was great because um, one, I got to crush a Big Mac, and they're actually a lot better than they used to be. They're, are they juicier? They are. <laughs> are they juicier. bigger? Are you still on contract? Is this? Are you saying? No. Me? What are you talking about? <laughs> Is there another commercial? Anyways, I'm gonna go out? get a Big Mac today after Not being a fucking on a Never sponsor. Okay. Now, okay, I'm okay with Don't that. Don't worry, now. I'm getting there. I was okay. getting there. <laughs> yeah, so it was a fun, it was a fun gig, man. It was Dundas Square, which is crazy though, because then the lineup, because it was all free. That's yeah, the other people thing. want free burgers. Oh man, so you'd see repeat offenders and people <laughs> just like going in, and getting a burger, telling their friends, and you just see it happening right in front of you. <laughs> so it was, yeah, it was pretty fun. And then the day got cold, and I was like, all right, are we done? Uh, no, <laughs> we weren't, <laughs> but it was good. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Are you still? Is it, is it an ongoing campaign? No, that was it. That was a one-off for me. Yeah, it'd be yeah, nice to be be, uh, be like the A and W guy, eh? That guy right? set. Still, set. like, still. How many years is that? It's been a long it's fucking gotta time. Be, we gotta be talking close to a decade, right? Over a decade, really? I think, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, or, or mid two thousands at least. Like yeah. a retirement gig. Like he doesn't have to do anything else. That's mm-hmm. wild. I, I don't think he's allowed to do anything else. Probably, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's like, true. I think they're like, no, we give you this much money, so you don't have to. And he's yeah. probably like, fuck yeah, like. For and all the mama you... burgers you yeah. eat. Yeah. Eat all the family, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> he looks good, too. He looks yeah. good. Every time pretty ageless. That long. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, makeup, but sure. Oh, he, he looks good. Yeah. yeah you look shy. good there, uh, A&W guy. <laughs> A&W guy. You know you're listening. Shout like, out to the A&W guy. Would you like to sponsor our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the A&W guy. Nice, nice. Oh, I just noticed you got a, uh, a nice view of the stacked brewery down there. You see what they got going on over there? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. They have uh, outdoor. It's a combination of crocano and curling. Yes, I did walk past that about uh, about three weeks ago, four weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just my brain couldn't really handle <laughs> what was happening. And I I must have read because they have the rules printed out fairly largely on each corner. Mm-hmm. And I just I couldn't figure out like what. Do you know crocano? I do. Yeah. I know both games yeah, yeah. actually. Uh, here's a little fun fact about me: is that I was the skip. Of my curling team in high school. Oh, shit. Slow down. It was just in my athletics gym <laughs> class. <laughs> but I was a skip nonetheless. Shout out to Mrs. Thompson. I know you're out there. Um, yeah, and I love curling. I've curled once, and it was after a gig in a town called Engelhart. Wow. And uh, we were partying with these people, and the one girl worked at the arena where mm-hmm. the where the gig was, we were <laughs> in Engelhart. Yeah. And she's like, you want me to open up the curling rink? I'm like... What do you mean? Like, we go curling right now? She's like, yeah. I'm like, fuck, yeah. <laughs> Something like five in the morning, we were just getting drunk and curling, and Sick. I sucked. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a, there a couple things against you. Five in the morning and being hammered? Uh, you're not going to... I don't think I did. The there wasn't a time I didn't fall after I shot a rock. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty drunk. Where, where's Englewood? Where's Englehart? Oh, Englehart. Uh, Englewood. Is, I wish yeah. it was Englewood. Yeah. Eh? Englewood. Yeah. 
Engelhart. Um, I talk about it in my act, and the joke goes, uh, if you want to know how to get to Engelhart, you got to take Highway 11 up to North Bay, yeah. and then you contemplate suicide for two more hours. What? It is, uh, <laughs> it is this tiny little speck on the side of uh, Highway 11, but uh, oh, hey, man. they booked us, so yeah. we, t- we made the trek. Yeah, you got to do it, man. <laughs> I've been to North Bay uh, zero times. Um, I've been to Sudbury once, been to Sault Ste. Marie maybe twice, and I'm good. You're I'm not, good. I don't need to go to any of them again. You don't travel far? Are you a well-traveled man in life? Uh, I am a well-traveled man in life. Because yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. said this is the only place you've ever lived in Toronto, so I'm just like, you, I, I picture you just like, I got I got it good here. I don't need to go fucking anywhere. That's literally, <laughs> that was me. That is. How long me. have you been in that apartment? Oh, man, over over 10 years, I think, or 10, 10 years or so. That's nice, eh? Yeah. Because I just, I don't move well. Like, I just, I have a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of comic books, <laughs> and I just, I just have a lot of stuff. And yeah. so whenever I have to move it, the move I made from Cambridge to here, it was great. I had, uh, I had a, a Mazda Protégé 5, so it was like Ooh, a, you know, a sport bragging, wagon. Bragging, bragging. Oh, yeah, I'm going to brag about that Protégé 5 all day. <laughs> so it was perfect. It fit everything I had in the in the trunk, you know, uh, put the seats down, rolled up to Toronto. I was like, this is great. But now I've just accumulated so much stuff. So that I just can't. How long did you say you lived in Toronto? Uh, probably over 10 years. Over 10 years. Yeah, probably. And you've, you said you were born in the late 70s. Yeah, that's right. So you you made a, a like a late move to Toronto then? Oh yeah 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 yeah. So so um, basically I just uh, let me think here. Yeah, after high school, graduated, went to University of Guelph. Shout out to the Guelph Griffins, <laughs> and then played football there for my four years and studied fine you arts. Didn't make the CFL? Uh, no, <laughs> I did not make the CFL. Listen, I thought we were talking about happy things here. Uh, <laughs> it is a happy thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I didn't. Uh, I had no ambition and no uh, no drive to really go to go any further than that. So then, got into graphic design. Did graphic design for three years at Conestoga, uh, and then after that, I stayed at my parents' house for another two or so years, okay. doing graphic design full time. And then found this place through another friend. Moved in. Um, yeah, and then worked in the design industry for, I think it was about three years before I got laid off. Okay. And then, and then and that's that when you decided week, to be like, no, or you've been doing, uh, that wasn't a decision at all. What okay. happened was, um, uh, you guys know Darren Rose. Yep. Of right. Shout out to my mentor. Darren Rose. Lives, uh, lives in the neighborhood. That's right. That's when right. he's not in LA. That's right. So he had bugged me to do comedy for a very long time. And we happened to meet just by chance as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, I decided to do it, and so he took me around with him. I was like, uh, he was a Batman. I was just like, you know, it was Robin. And so he took me to different amateur nights. So I went. And you're doing stand-up. Yeah, I was doing stand-up. Oh, shit. And my first room was Yuck Yucks. It was amateur night, Yuck Yucks, Tuesday first night. room. Jack Norman? Was That's, it Jack Norman? I can't remember. I, I really you remember I Jack as an old, crotchety, fucking nah, bitter old man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was him then. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I did that. It wasn't too bad wasn't too great you know even kill and then uh somebody stage left i remember she shouted out something she's like hey you work at mclaren mccann which at the time i did <laughs> and i freaked out because i was because nobody knew i was doing stand-up or anything like that so mm-hmm. um i just looked at her and i looked at the audience and everybody was just like dead quiet and i just was like looking at my notes I was like, oh <laughs> hedgehogs am i right <laughs> and i just went back to my bit about hedgehogs <laughs> And then the next, about a week later, I ran into her in the office. She was like, hey, uh, didn't I just see you do stand-up at, at uh, you know, at Yuck Yucks? And I grabbed her arm and I sat her down in a cubicle. I was like, hey, shh, 
you don't say a goddamn word about this. Don't you tell anybody. She's like, dude, chill out. I was like, all right, cool. Anyways, here's the files. And I left. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then Darren took me aside and he was like, hey, man, your improv sucks. So you need to take some classes. And then I started taking the improv classes at Second City. And the rest is history. Bing, so, bang, boom. Yeah, that was it. And Ended then, up on main stage. Yeah, yeah. So when I... When I and uh, what, what, how old were you when you first got on stage? Oh, man. Um, doing stand-up? Yeah. Oh, man. I would have been in my... Early 30s, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it would have been early 30s. The first time I got on stage, I was 28, and then I didn't do much. And then I think I was 31. I was like, I'm going to really give this a try. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, yeah, so then after that, so then I got, uh, ended up getting laid off. And the, the, the joining point here is that um, Second City had, because I'd be taking all these classes, levels A to E, and I got into the conservatory program. So I'm doing improv more intensely. I'm having a great time. And then uh, I got an email from Second City that said, hey, what are you doing for the summer? <clears throat> this is in uh, 2008, 2009. What are you doing for the summer? I didn't reply to the email. Two days later, I get laid off my job. I walk home, tail between my legs, call my parents. I'm like, I got no job. I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do. I see this email. So I email Second City back, and I'm like, nothing. <laughs> and then the email Schedule's right clear. Yeah, yeah, I'm all good. <laughs> and they're like, cool, let's have a meeting. Met with them a week later, and then bam, that's, that's the start of the story. So it's like, it was just something that happened. One door closed, another door opened. Yeah. My mom was like, look, things happen for a reason. Right. And I was like, Oh, this is the best. And that's what started it, man. So it's very supportive of your career. Yeah. The, the first, um, <laughs> the first show that, uh, my parents saw me do, well, they came to my conservatory program show, right? My conservatory show, which is, uh, the students, we write the show and then, uh, we perform on the main stage. It's a big to do Saturday afternoon, three o'clock, everybody comes down. <laughs> So I saw it, and I'm like, wow, that was cool, that was cool, that was fun. My aunt and my uncle came down, the whole thing. So then I get onto to uh, main stage, so fast forward like a year or so. I get on the main stage, family comes down to this thing, so I'm just like, I'm like trying to get them the best seats in the house. I'm really trying to be a baller in this thing, right? <laughs> and uh, I do my show, so it's um, Dreams never do, uh, dreams Really Do Come True in Other Lives is the title of the show. After the show's done, all the players, so we all walk out of the green room, and then my dad... He just looks at me. He's like, so um, where did that come from? <laughs> that was after watching me on the stage for an hour and a half, two hours. Where'd that come from? I was like, I, I don't. Well, thanks, Dad. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for the congratulations. You know? uh, and the ever since. I mean, they're biggest supporters. Yeah. yeah biggest I, uh, supporters. My dad's. Uh, my dad only ever asks uh, how much I got paid oh. <laughs> or if I got paid. That's all I care. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Doing a show. Like uh, he was up at the cottage and I brought some comics there and I was like, hey, we're just gonna hang sure. here and then we're doing a show and then we're gonna spend the night yeah and all he wanted he's like you getting paid for this <laughs> like what do you think i'm fucking driving up here for <laughs> yo it's crazy man it's crazy yeah man it's it's such a it, it's the world we live in it's it's so hard but it's so gratifying like it's so much fun and then mm -hmm. and the company we keep man it's just like it's the best. Yeah. It's the best. But yeah, of course, we're not going to get paid for everything. You know? yeah, we're sometimes, you, sometimes you're just uh, working on you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> working on me, working on a couple bottles of wine, you know what I mean? Did you ever have a sketch uh, troupe, I guess they call it? Sketch yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, uh, when we finished uh, uh, conservatory, 
we called ourselves Grade Eight Dance, and uh-huh. so we performed together for about a year and change. Maybe leave year some and room half. for Jesus. That's what I remember about the That's, Grade Eight Dance. That was it. That was that was our opener, man. That was our opening. That was our opening sketch. We had like three three quick blackouts into into the show. One of them was that was that whole thing. Yeah, that's um, great. And the reason why we called ourselves Grade Eight Dance was because. As we started conservatory one goes all the way to six. For some reason, every time we had to circle up or we had to sit in the line or whatever, it was always guys on one side and girls on the other. For some reason, we always did this, and then that just kind of turned into something. So we did the whole sketch thing for about a year and change, and then you know everybody kind of went their ways because it's hard. It's yeah. hard to keep up. How many people were in this? There was uh, eight, I think, at the beginning. Yeah, that's huge. Kira was in a nine. That's right. Sketch group, but I'm just like. You guys all split 50 bucks? Yeah, 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 it was wild. Yeah, yeah. We all get five bucks, and then we throw five into the pot. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, everybody. Here's your toonie. Here's your toonie. Here's your toonie. Yeah, man, it was it was wild. And it was, uh, yeah, just a lot of, um, and I mean this in the best way, just a lot of egos, a lot of personalities, just a lot of different people all mashed together. And without having the constraints or the confines of uh, a regular schedule, which is, you know, meeting one day a week for three hours, like in class, yeah. it's, it's just hard to keep it up because yeah, we're all yeah, doing yeah. full-time things. So, um, but it was super, super fun. We had I a great time. That's what I like about stand-up is I don't have to fucking worry about yeah. anyone. It's and just you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, like you do shows with people all the time, but it's always different people. Yeah. Um, like sometimes you'll tour with, with a certain, like two people, one person or whatever, but like for the most part. You just come and go, do your own thing, and don't yeah. have to worry about uh, anyone else, which is, I like that. Do you, um, what's the, like, what's the vibe like when you guys are all, because you guys are all in the green room at the, at the same time, right? Um. Or no? So, yeah, it depends where you are. Like, some places, nobody even knows where the green room is. <laughs> yeah, of course, a lot of clubs of don't even have fucking green <laughs> that, rooms that anymore. That was a huge assumption on my part. Yeah, it was a massive yeah, yeah. assumption. But, yeah, like, yeah. like, the downtown Toronto club, um. I think maybe twice in my life I've sat in the green room, like because it's upstairs by the bathrooms, and oh, it's just right. like, like if it was like off the showroom, you know, it'd be easier. Yeah. Like when you go to clubs, like uh, I don't know, it's it's a depressing room, the green room. Yeah. Stand up comedy. <laughs> it all depends who your company is. Too. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're with somebody you really like, which uh, which is great, um, you you have good conversation. Mm-hmm. But then there's like there's people um, I've worked with. I don't know, 50 times that I've never even driven to a gig with these people. Oh, wow. Like, it's, we, we'll drive separate, <laughs> yeah. and we'll we'll say hello at the gig, and yeah, that's yeah. as far as we'll go, yeah, you know? Yeah. And it's just, uh, that's just the way the game it's goes. It's work, though. Like, so you're, you're all contractors. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's freelance, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's my Baba Jewy right there, eh? <laughs> I knows agent like, of the stars right now that's true that's true just living the dream huh well, aren't we all aren't yeah. we all so yeah. cambridge is where it all began that's where it all began man um you got uh siblings uh i have a brother he's in england okay yeah yeah um that's it older younger he's older okay yeah, you're, the, older. you're the young buck i'm eh? the baby I'm a baby. Mom and dad's still together? Uh, Mom has passed away. Oh, I'm sorry to Uh, bring it up. No, don't worry about it. Jerk. Uh, (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Uh, Yeah, mom passed away. Dad's still still kicking it, man. Yeah, he's... What happened um, to mom? um, Cancer. Yeah? Yeah, it's... It's It's a bitch. Yeah, and it's also kind of classic now, right? There was a point in time where it was very rare. She had it once before in the 90s, beat it, and it was very... uh, She had breast cancer at the time, and it was very hard, right, at the time. Like, the chemo was very, very aggressive. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so she beat it and then it took all the way until, um, 2013 okay. for it to come back. Um, and she fought it. Everything was great for a bit. And then it just all of a sudden out of nowhere, boom, rapidly just kind of, um, declined in her, in her, in her health, and her system. 
Um, mom would have been in her seventy, in her seventies. Okay. Yeah. Like it's not ideal, but I don't know. I'm I'm turning forty next month, and I'm like, this has been a pretty long life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look by these standards. Like, yes. Like, can I do this again? Like, <laughs> the answer is no. Am I at the no, halfway point? Here? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's it's wild, dude. It's it's wild. So, um, yeah, and again, and how's dad been on his own? Uh, good, cause cause they've always been, they've always been hustling and grinding and just keeping busy. They're they're one hundred percent Jamaican on both sides, so they're just they just know the grind for anything. Are so, they uh they immigrated here? Uh, no, they, they went to England first. Okay. So uh, at the time, Jamaica was still under the British rule. Yep, yep. So they had um, dual passports, if you will. So they went to the UK, like everybody did, the migration from Jamaica to the UK. Mm-hmm. And then from the UK, they followed my uncle uh, to Canada. Okay. And they were, and I just found this out recently, um, they were going to shack up in Winnipeg. Oh, well. Yes. You locked yeah. out. <laughs> right? You locked yeah. out. That yeah. was, it was either Cambridge or Winnipeg. Um, is, uh, so... Do they have citizenship in the UK then? No, not anymore. Okay. Yeah, okay, not but so, I think they would have time Like, I was just wondering for your brother to live over there. I guess it was easy because your parents came from there. Yeah, or... yeah, and he was born over there. Oh, he so, was born yeah, there. Yeah, so yeah. he's got citizenship. Yeah, yeah. And you were born here. I was born here. Ah, yeah. first, yeah. first, like first generation, first right out of the family, too. That's me, bro. Well, look at that, yeah. eh? You think your parents are disappointed? They're like, look at our Canadian fucking boy. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you know what? Probably. <laughs> at one point, at one point, I know for sure they were. <laughs> we should not. Yeah, for sure they were. We shouldn't allow them to be born on this land. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I fucked up a couple times. I fucked up. Have you ever been to the UK? Have you guys uh, No. I, uh, the only thing in Europe I did was I did... Uh, I did the Netherlands oh, and uh, Germany. Yeah, yeah, But uh, me and Kira are looking to get back there. We're just, you know, life gets busy. Oh, my gosh. We're still waiting on our honeymoon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we were, we were going to go last April uh, and do, like, uh, we are going to go, like, uh, Amsterdam, down to, like, Brussels, yeah, over yeah. to London, and then, like, she said, how she pitched it to me, she goes, and from London, we'll drink our way to Edinburgh. And I was wow. like, that's a good sales pitch. It's a great sales pitch. But then uh, she's uh, she's the VP at Yuck Yucks. Yes, and, sir. And, um... Uh, uh, they brought in a very controversial booking uh, named Louis C.K. I heard about this. And it was like, he was going to be the week after we were getting back, and she was like, she's like, there's going to be so many emails and bullshit going on that, like, it'll just be, I won't be able to vacation. So, and then once make, I don't leave Canada in the summer, I got a cottage, and that's the only fucking place I'm going. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I don't don't, don't waste my time outside. (laughs) So I was like, yeah, we'll go next year. And then this year, I like booked a comedy tour. And she's like, oh boy. she's like, oh, when are we going on our honeymoon? I'm like, next year. We'll go next year. Yeah. So we're going to next year. Okay, you say <laughs> she, that now. But... Yeah, she, she listens. So now I have to. She, she'll hold me accountable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't That's think she amazing. listens anymore either. But... <laughs> you know what? You're probably not wrong. <laughs> probably not wrong. Uh, I love cottage country though. You brought it up a couple times, and uh, I've been cottage country is super fun. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's a it's a good place to just chill. Uh, my roommates back in um, back in the day at the University of Guelph, they had cottages. They were actually born in one was born in Burks Falls. Oh, that's fucking right near where I am at. Yeah, and, and then Magnetowan, the, the next town over. Yeah, okay, and then the other one was born in uh, Commanda. Oh, nice. So um, right in between all that. Yeah, so it's wild up there, and yeah, I and that's never way up there. Too. Yes, yeah. yeah. Like once you get past Muskoka, it gets it opens up a lot more. Like I find Muskoka is just jammed. Yeah, like there's just so many people and huge fucking cottages, oh, and just yeah. like the lakes are filled. Like I get up to my place, I'm on a river, I see 
two boats a day, maybe. Really? Yeah, it's nice. That's, no cops that's, either. Oh, yeah. <laughs> None of those cops <laughs> have boats. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's fantastic. And so every time we went up there, um, you know, we'd stop at Weber's, like, as one does. Uh-huh. Right? Shout out to Weber's. <laughs> um, but my thing was, and this happened for years on end, was that once we got to Weber's, I'd crush a burger, crush that, like, you know, orange crush or whatever it was. <laughs> And then I'd immediately make a good milkshake at Weber's. A milkshake? Oh, milkshake! Oh, I can't do that. I follow a burger with a dog. Oh yeah, Jesus, that's aggressive, dude. (laughs) (laughs) You just ate a burger. You're like, no, I need more food. Uh, And then immediately pass out. And then I would wake up when we got to the cottage. Uh, so for you years, don't drive. You don't drive, do you? I never drove there. Do you no, have a license? Yeah, do you have I have a license. license. Okay. I do, I, I do okay, drive, okay. But I would never drive. Oh yeah, you had that fucking protege. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, dude. Massive speed. Uh, and then I just and I would just pass out. So for about five or six years, I never knew where the cottage was because I always fell asleep. Like, yeah, right that, was a, that was an easy drive, eh, boys? <laughs> yeah. How's everybody feeling? That guy. Uh, I refreshed big time. And then one year, I did my best to stay awake for the whole thing. I came close, but still passed out just about a half hour, 45 minutes. I was like, where are I? Oh. Oh. But cottage country is fun, man. I like it. There's a... Uh, there- um, every time one of my black friends comes to my cottage, mm-hmm. they always make a big deal about how black guys don't go to the cottage. Yeah, that's Why? true. Just come. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard. I've never heard a solution to a problem so easy. Just like, come. Just, just come. Just come. Yeah. Um, yeah, we went and and one of the the first time the first time I went up there. Uh, so the friends that own the cottages, uh, two white girls, they're very lovely. Mm-hmm. Kayla and Alex are great. And then uh, me and my other roommate, Lawrence, at the time, Lawrence Opoku, uh, Ghanaian. And uh, so it's two brothers. And then we went up with, um, so it was the four of us. And then his brother came along. Uh, and then it was some other friends and stuff that they have. <laughs> so when we all drove up there, we're like, okay, we, we don't know what to expect. <laughs> we have no idea what to expect. <laughs> So we got there, we got to the cottage. We're like, okay, man, this is fun. Okay, we can get into this. I'd love to chop wood. Like, if you need me to go up, I'm just going to put that out there. You're coming to my cottage next summer. Dude, I'm chopping wood, no problem. For some reason, it's an addiction I have. Anyways, so we go, and I'm starting to learn how to chop wood, and I'm all about this. And we're like, okay, we're going to go out tonight. Kayla's like, we're going to go to this spot called the Casbar. Casbar? We're like, okay, great. So we, we didn't get dolled up, but I mean, by cottage standards, we got, we got dolled up. Like the brothers, because we didn't know. We didn't know. So we're like, yo, this is going to be the shit. You going to the mean? club tonight. Yeah, going to the club. You know what I mean? So we get there, and isn't this the dodgiest place I've ever been to in my no life? No shit. Where you have to kind of step down, but it's a weird one step down. It's not like a, it's not like a couple steps. One step down. It's because the floor sank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the speakers are like those portable wedding speakers, you know, with just like the tri stand oh, yeah, and then yeah. just like the big box on top of it. And the bouncer didn't even check our ID. So he said, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the doorman, whatever it was. So he says, What's up to Kayla and Alex? And then he looks at Lawrence and me, and, and then he's just like, Hey, man. Hey. That's it. That's all he did. Just got a little bit of terror, but not. And I'm like, Yo, you're three times as big yeah. as I am. You're fine. Yeah, so we he, get in there. He's never seen you before. Yeah. Out in the wilderness. <laughs> never seen. Yeah. Never seen. So then we, um, so Kayla and I just go to the bar. Do you guys want a drink? We're like, yeah, yeah, sure. So they go and get us drinks. And then we hold down this table. And then there's a bunch of their friends from high school that are there. And so when they come back and they give us drinks, we got like, you know, bottles of Bud and Blue and all those fucking. That's all they have. Yeah, a lot of brown Canadian, bottles, baby. Yeah. yeah. All, it's all brown bottles <laughs> yeah. all damn day. 
So we're drinking. This one guy comes over to me. We make some small talk. He's wearing like a Montreal Canadiens hat or some shit. It's really bent. Like you white guys love to bend your rims like so hard. <laughs> bent so hard. It's worn out. And it's like, it was one of those hats too where you know they've updated everything about the Canadians like image, but he still wears that hat. It's yeah. like he got it in like 87. <laughs> Patrick, shout out to Patrick Walk. And so... um like they're, they're bent so much they're almost touching. It. Yeah, oh my god! <laughs> you guys all know exactly what I'm talking right? about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So me and him are talking, and he's like, "Hey, man, can I get you? Can I get you drink? You need anything to drink?" I was like, "No, I'm kind of, I'm slowly finishing this beer." He takes the the jug of, of blue and just fills up my bottle. <laughs> I had never witnessed this before. He filled up my bottle. And I was like, thanks, man. Where are we? That's when I knew that I was in some weird wow. parallel universe. It was nuts. I, um, my buddy Jared Campbell, a stand-up, he's got a joke about uh, this place he went to up north. He goes, uh, he goes, not the kind of place you have to take your hat off when you go in. He goes, he goes, they actually give you a hat when you go in. He goes, and they curve it to your appropriate racism. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. But I, that is amazing. I so remember, amazing. like, when I was growing up, uh, we were talking about, like, growing up in the 80s stuff. Uh, remember, yeah. like, movies like um, like The Great Outdoors. Like, anything right. based on cottage country. Yeah. It always was, like, a big party. Like, yeah. you would you would, uh, you would would go water skiing during the day, and then you'd oh, hit yeah. the bar at night. And then, like, when I got to uh, – my, my dad bought this cottage a decade ago. Right. And the – the one bar in town closes at like nine o'clock, uh, <laughs> and it's just like there's no nightlife yeah, there's whatsoever. No party. I'm like, where's the party? Yeah, 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 yeah. there's no party. But then man. I'm like, I, I I'll just stay stay at home and get fucking drunk, you know, <laughs> sit by the fire. And that was it. Then you learned that that's what cottage life is. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. That's that's the thing. My cottage, you have to take a boat to get to it. Oh wow. Um, it's just like a river crossing. Right. Like you can you can see your car from the cottage, sure, but it's yeah. like it's on the other side of the river. But it's like it's secluded. There's nothing, and you just you just go there and you stay for a couple days and drink what you brought and eat what you brought and just eat meat and get fucked up. So you you really have to plan. I, I, I wouldn't, I don't know how well I'd thrive at your cottage because <laughs> I'd really have to plan. Like I would probably bring a suitcase with me just because I know that I have to take a boat to your place. Buddy, I bring so many clothes every time and wear the exact same yeah. for four days straight. I don't Always change. I don't shower. Yeah, yeah. It's maybe, maybe like two pairs of underwear in like four days <laughs> and just the biggest bag of clothes. Like, well, I'm going to need all this. Like, yeah. no, you're not. I know. Oh man. I gotta, well, I'm going to come up there. You know what? Uh, I'm going to go up there. I'm going to go up to your cottage. Uh, and it. then we'll we'll talk about it on the podcast next time. <laughs> <laughs> here. Talk about my experience and, and just to make sure to give uh, the fans out there what they want, which oh. is that. They want to know how my how I live. How I my, my cottage is called Paradise. Paradise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Don't tell me anymore. I'm good. I don't want to hear anymore. Okay. I take you on a boat there, oh, and then I got you for a few days. Uh, <laughs> listeners, you may not hear back from me. There might not be a bit player season two. Oh yeah, let's talk about bit players. Let's eh? do it. This yeah, is uh, your new CT or CBC gem. That's right. Yeah, the, it, you can stream it on CBC Gem. I think they're. Uh, I think everything is moving towards that app on CBC. Oh, I don't, yeah. There's not much going on on the actual network anymore, right? Eh? No, I mean, there's you know there are a couple shows like um, you know Kim's Convenience was Killing and mm-hmm. uh, Shit's Creek, which I think is in this last. This is his last season, right? Yeah. yeah. Currently, so um, Mr. D ended last year. Oh, yeah, they Mr. got oh they got Family Feud Canada. Oh, Family Feud Canada. <laughs> that's right. Somebody's working. Yeah. Family Feud Canada. <laughs> and then, uh, he deserves it. Come on. Truth. 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 <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, and then end with an E was just canceled, right? I yeah. mean, what so was this? 
and with an E. Oh, they the Anna Green Gables show. They canceled that. Yeah. Oh, but you know what? They might. Yeah. The backlash is still was still strong, but I don't think they brought it back. After really? That. Nothing lasts in Canada. It's like, nah. uh, like, is this your first uh, show you've had? Yeah, yeah. This is the first show that um, I helped create. I like co-created with uh, with Chris. Chris was the Chris the Siddiqui. Crea- Chris Siddiqui, Thank you. Yeah, mm-hmm. is the creator of the show, and then um, asked me to be a part of it, which I was happy to do. So then, uh, yeah, yeah I caught one episode. I uh, came home the other day, and uh, the wife was watching it down Solid. in the basement. So yeah. I, I came in like halfway through the series, and I was like, "What's?" I was just asking questions. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what about <laughs> this? What about what, okay? There's a lot going on. And then she was There's just like, she just stopped on, it, and she was like, "Okay, I'll just show you some highlights." <laughs> and then like went, uh, she's like, "You want to see Tolev?" I was like, "Yeah, let's see Tolev." Yeah, oh, yeah, Steph, oh, man. yeah Steph does a great job. Yeah. yeah, she was super fun. So yeah, man, and then we yeah, so we wrote this uh, we wrote this show. Um, I mean, this whole process, I mean, it, it sounds like, uh, you know, we and the show is about you guys being actors. Yeah. It's about, uh, these, these besties, these two friends that are, um, you know, POCs, people of color. And, uh, it's just our lives, man, comedically and, in uh, and how we get through and how we act and how we, how we try and get this acting job thing done, how we do it, you know? And also it's, it's kind of like, a uh, if you took Scott Pilgrim and, um, Broad City and Master Two together. I, I uh, did not even realize Chris was a POC. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> true. Until he mentioned it in the show I was watching, and I was like, "Oh shit, he is a brown guy." Yeah, man. And I was just like, "Okay, Sadiki, yeah, yeah, that all makes sense." <laughs> but I've got, um, I've, I don't think I've ever actually met Chris, okay. um, which is weird because we both have been working in comedy a long time. But yeah. uh, um, he uh, he did an ad campaign for Kira for Yuck Yucks. Yeah, I remember. And we, yeah, it was a big backlash. I, I designed his, it. Yeah, his thong. <laughs> I, did, I designed it, the posters. It, yeah, yeah, he's like four different pictures of him in a thong, and yeah. they're in my house. So I have, <laughs> I have this thing in my house of Siddiqui's nice package. Yeah. And I've never actually uh, never met the guy, but I did not realize that he was a brown guy. Yeah. <laughs> until man. I was, and I was like, oh shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I saw him also in. Um, Molly's game. That's right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, you did a great job in Molly's game. Mm-hmm. He's super talented. Yes. Uh, yeah. If I ever have caught him on a improv show or he does a bit part on something, yeah. he just he's the most memorable thing. Oh yeah, that. his energy's through the roof. Lights up the stage. He makes such he makes such big and bold choices when he mm-hmm. performs. So we improvise together a lot. And I should add that we met because I was his understudy. At Second City. Okay. And the reason why we really gelled was because we talked about uh, movie scores and video game scores, like the actual music behind the games. And that's when we were like, wait, you, you listen to that too? never even thought of that. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> so that was that was kind of what, what brought us together. And ever since then, we've been like great friends. That's good. That's good. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, and how many episodes we got on this? Uh... Eight. Eight. Eight episodes. And when um, do you find out if it gets renewed? Oh, man. I don't know. That's always the question, I think. I think that's always just a question in... Uh, in Canadian in uh, showbiz. any TV. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah. No, Canadians... You, you, once you start winning awards, that's when you get canceled. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's always the way. <laughs> yeah. My first comedy Yeah, we just won show. Best Show, and hey. now we're done. <laughs> yeah. My, my first award show when I was on, uh, when I was on the Second City main stage, uh, the sh- first comedy show I went to, we were nominated, and we got to show up, and it was great. And... I think let's say six shows were um, were nominated for best you know best Canadian comedy show. Let's say six were four of them were canceled by the time the award show came around. <laughs> oh, it man. was the weirdest. Thing. I was like, how is how is that happening? What is this? Um, did you ever hear the story of uh, Do you know Bob Kerr? Yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, he 
won an award for something for like a writing award. Yeah. Uh, great writer. Um, but then he left the award show to go to his part-time job, um, which was, uh, it was like a, sort of like a catering company or something right. like, uh, they did like events or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, once he got there, he found out he had to go back to the award show and break this, break it all down. <laughs> so it was like, he won what? an award <laughs> and then had to fucking put the chairs away. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh man. I just, Canada, what are we doing? What are we, what's it's, happening? It's very fucked here. Yeah. Do you, do you ever think about moving? I mean, barely, barely. barely. I it just, I, I'm busy here. I'm having a good time here. I mean, I would, I don't know. It, it just seems like, um, not that I'm afraid of putting in the work, but I have to mm-hmm. do it all over again. Like, yeah, I, yeah. well, that's I, the thing. Like, cause I'm like, I'm a very established comic in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I went to New York, nobody knows who the fuck I am. Oh man. So I gotta, yeah. I gotta slug out at open mics for two, three years. And like, it's, it's just, it's a fucking weird system. Yeah. But I've talked to people, um, about like, I'm like young guys. I'm like, Hey, you should go down to LA. Yeah. And I was talking to this one guy who's a killer comic. And he's like, ah, he's like, I'm not ready. I'm still bombing up here. I was like, well, fucking go bomb there. Yeah. Go bomb there. Yeah. yeah like, it's way better. Go bomb there. Yeah, go bomb there. Cause then and- at least if you get good, then you're getting good <laughs> there. You're not yeah. like bombing here, then getting good here. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, okay, now I'm going to go I gotta there. go back and start all over. It's just, yeah, fucking, I don't know. I, I have no desire to ever leave Canada. I, yeah. uh, I, it's nice here. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure it's cold in the winter, but who gives a fuck? Nah, man, I can't um, it. But it's like, I don't know. I don't want to, I, I wouldn't want to go s- sleep on someone's couch. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to go through the struggle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I told you before, man, I got a lot of stuff. So I'd have to take all that with me. Exactly. All those comic books. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I feel like right now. How deep now, is this comic okay. book collection? Sorry. Sorry. Finish yeah. The yeah. Finish the I, I just feel like right now I'm, I'm, I'm good. I mean, if opportunity knocks, of course mm-hmm. I would jump on board. Right. But yeah. it's like, it would have to be. We'll pay for your green card. We'll pay for this. We'll pay for that. We'll basically a massive handout. But that's keep your place in Toronto. Yeah, yeah, keep it. Yeah, exactly. Like nowadays with shit like the internet, you don't really have to be somewhere. Like I don't know. Like especially audition. Like even just self tapes. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure in the 80s, a self tape you had to like physically get the fucking a VHS tape to somebody. Yeah, dude. Now you're just like, here, fucking look at that. Yeah. And seconds. Mm-hmm. And we can do it like instantly. Yeah, yeah. It, there's really no excuse. No. You know, it does it's obviously it comes down to what kind of quality you want. So, yeah, your iPhone, all our iPhones or whatever your smartphone is now, they're so good, they're so high quality. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, then we get into the minutia things. Now we're talking about lighting, yeah. we're talking about like what the space looks like, that kind of stuff. <clears throat> so, if you if you don't mind, then just do it on your phone and you send it out, right? Mhm. But yeah, it depends. You got a little uh, little studio in your apartment? No, you guy. Know? No, dude. A little no, green no, screen no, no. behind you. Hold no, your phone up. No, <laughs> man. I go to uh, I go to a friend of mine down the street, and I get it done. Uh, I get it done there, which is great because he's got he's got a lab. He's got um, he's got the light set up. Yeah. So it's like cool. Pay the cash and then do the thing. Get out of there. And he's a great coach. What's it cost to do a self tape? Oh man, it can cost you anywhere between uh, sixty to. Yeah, I would say average is probably around sixty bucks. Oh, that's not bad. It can get, yeah, it can get lower, it can get higher. The the thing that's, I wouldn't say is bad, but the th- it's an investment. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Because if you're, I can do X amount of self tapes for X amount of months and not book a damn thing. Mm-hmm. So I have to know that I've just spent four hundred bucks, let's say, after all of these self tapes at sixty bucks a pop or yeah, whatever the yeah, math yeah. is. 
and know that, hey, at one point, if I'm so into this, I'm so invested in this, that when I do book that one gig, those thousands of dollars that I'll get paid for that is what's coming back to me. But it's so hard for, exactly, it is so hard for us as actors, as performers, to think about that end of it because it can take it can take so long oh, yeah, no to reap those rewards, right? Well, the rejection in this in oh, this business is fucked. It is <laughs> like it's I don't know. There's so much like silent rejection as well. Yeah, like you just don't <laughs> hear anything. Nothing. Like I would Crickets. like to just be told no. Yeah, but it's just like. I don't know. I, I, I see you read that message. I said, yeah. <laughs> just yeah, fucking yeah, give me an yeah, answer. Yeah. I hit you on WhatsApp and those two check marks <laughs> went blue. So I know you read that shit, man. I know you read it. Uh, I recently read out, uh, reached out to a friend of mine um, who was in casting and, and just asked, hey, okay, they're not in casting anymore. So I was like, hey, can you do me a solid? Can you just give me a little bit of a feedback from what you saw? Just a little bit. I'm not asking for anything very specific, but just in general. And they were fantastic. Mm-hmm. Gave me a couple things. Like, yeah, you know what? Here's a couple things that I would just look at if, if, if I were you. So it kept it very generic, very professional. And, and that was so gratifying for me. It was just, that made me feel so much better as a performer. Because mm-hmm. now I'm like, oh, okay, great. I can look out for these because I want to excel and be better. But we don't get any of that ever. So it's like you just go in, you do your thing, you're in and out. It takes me longer to get to an audition than to do the actual audition yeah, every yeah. time. So now getting some of the feedback is great, but I mean, you, you that's that's a rare case. Never I've, uh, I never got into the audition game. I did. I did one audition. I yeah. work at CTV, and it was in the building. Right. I'm like, hey, do you want to come down and check this out? And I didn't book it, but I got a part on the thing. Right. They're like, you know, we're not going to make you the main guy, but we'll make you this guy. I'm like, right. okay. And that was the only time I ever auditioned <laughs> for anything. Amazing. And I I didn't even like that process, and like I was in my comfort zone. Oh wow. The only thing I like I. The guy who got the main role, I knew since I was three years old. And we hadn't seen each other in years. And we're just sitting in the, this green room, just like looking at each other. How do like, I know you? Yeah, like we went to elementary school from junior kindergarten to grade eight together and then different high wow. schools. And it was just like, I know you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we ended up being in a commercial together. And that's the only thing I ever booked. <laughs> oh, well, you know what? It, it, that's a great thing. It's a great thing that you got it. It's a yeah. great thing that you got to reconnect. It's on my reel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Don't get me started on reels, man. I don't know if my agent listens to this. Uh, listen, Amy, I'll, I'll get it done, okay? I'll get it done. Uh, do you have to do your own reel, or do you get somebody to do that? Uh, I am going to get somebody to do it. Yeah. I have done my own reel on multiple occasions, mostly because it's been the 11th hour, and mm-hmm. classically, my agent's been asking for one. Hey, can you just get... A couple of these done, get a comedic one done, get a dramatic one done, master. And you're being a graphic designer, you're gonna take it savvy on computers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So so I can do a decent job. I think where where my skills would lack a little bit is just kind of timing of things. Like I can see it, but I just don't know Mm -hmm. how good I would be at it or how good I am at it, you know, putting that puzzle pieces together. And obviously you wanna be very time sensitive because nowadays our attention span is what, like a minute thirty. Yeah. And then like I think our our reels max can go like three minutes max I, I used to make these uh vacation videos with me and my buddies yeah like uh i had this fucking like little mini dv cam and we just go places and I'd, right. I, I'd film shit and we'd get all crazy and then i would like just pick a song and do like compilation <laughs> yeah, videos yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, you know and like yeah. let little sound bites drop in it and like That's i funny. remember um when i was doing them like this was i haven't done this since i think the last one i did was like 2007 2008 and uh, 
I would like always be like, man, I need more because I wanted more. I wanted more. And then like I've got these on DVD and I like tried to go back and watch them a couple years ago. And I was like, fuck me, this is long. (laughs) But it was like, it was like eight minutes, you know? But it was just like eight minutes of a compilation of us fucking getting drunk. And it's wild. Yeah. And I remember just like, oh, it's, it's too short. It's too short. I'm like, no, this is too fucking much. (laughs) I mean, nowadays, even just checking if we're watching something on YouTube or whatever, we're always checking what the timestamp is. That's the first thing we do. But what are we going to do in the next three minutes anyway? Nothing. I, uh, I remember I got a DVD player and I was so impressed that there was a button. It was a time bar button. Right. And I remember, like, you could hit the time, and it would show you where you were in the movie. And yeah, I was like, yeah. it's nice to know where I am. And now, like, if I'm watching anything, and I'm like, well, how, how much how much time's yeah. left, you know? But it's like, and like TV shows, because you used to watch them at a certain time. Yeah. So you would just look at the clock, and be like, oh, they're going to be wrapping this up now, you know? Yeah. And Appointment now, television. That was it. Yeah, and now you don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> You're like, like, I'll be watching shows, and then it'll just, the credits will roll, and be like, oh. <laughs> Okay, okay, I guess that's over now. Or like, uh, that should be the end, and then there's like a whole nother fucking thing, and I'm like, what's it? And yeah, our attention spans for it, and we can just feel it too. I I think as performers and as comedians, we can also just feel when the ending of something is wrapping up. It's like, okay, Mm -hmm. I I noted this important thing was said, this important thing was said, it's gotta be the end. Okay, nope, that wasn't, okay, okay. This has gotta be, oh, nope, okay. I used to uh, have a uh, comedy show every week called Dope and Mike. It was was a fun time. Oh, that's cool. Um, And I remember like... It was, it's a stoner show in a stoner room with like a, you know, you know, the underground. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. So it was always just, everyone's high and shit. And I remember, uh, if the show, we'd always get started around nine 30. And if the show was still going at 1120, the whole room would just start stirring. So oh, I was wow. just like, that was the, that was the time. I'm like, okay. Breaking we got, point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We gotta, we gotta get everyone in and out by this time. Yeah. And it was, I don't know, it was a long night, but fuck, everyone was paying five bucks, shut up. Yeah, fuck, let's get out of here. Get out of here. Yeah, we tried to do that. We tried to make sure, um, when I say we, me and Chris Siddiqui, tried to make sure that we were very savvy of, and in our production team, uh, LaRue uh, Entertainment, there was always honest for how many pages we had for our scripts and mm-hmm. like, you know, making sure we're keeping it tight. First the first episode and the last episode are the longer is, ones because we have is a lot there, of stuff happening. But there's no set time you have to be, right? No, not at all. For web, not at all. Yeah. But, but there's just that, Again, that sweet spot where mm-hmm. you just want to make sure that if you're setting up the pilot, great. The audience will give you, you know, they will give you a little bit of courtesy. So you can go over the 10 minute mark, let's say. Yeah. Because with a web series, you have that expectation that it is going to be X amount of time. Yeah. You know it's going to be longer than uh, a movie trailer, which is going to be two and a half minutes or something. Mm-hmm. But then with the interstitial episodes, so all the episodes in between... You know that we're going to be just under ten minutes or whatever, and they'll they'll all fluctuate. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and then the last episode, you're like, okay, it's a meteor one, so get ready for the ride. But we were always very conscious of timing, and also again, from coming from the writing world, from the sketch world, from the improv world. I mean, improv, you only want to do a show for like fifty minutes. Mm-hmm. Once it hits that sixty minute, you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta hit the ground it, and just know. I guess it is nice to have that freedom of like we don't have a set to, like. Set old TV. Like, right. this hour has 22 minutes. Like, yeah. you, yeah. that show needs to be 22 minutes long. Yeah. Like, I was a big fan of uh, 24. Yes. And, like, that yes. show, the entire thing was about timing. And you yeah. got, like, you got to, it was a format. Like, we've got to have these commercial breaks and we got to, ha- like, and it's just, uh, I think that would be just a challenge in itself. But oh, yeah. now there's, like, freedom. Like, you watch, like, HBO shows, you never know how long they're going to be. Well, no you idea. do now because you can check on your TV. But right, 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 right. Like, I remember watching Sopranos, and it was like, oh, that 
episode was like way longer than old episodes. You know, yeah. and it's like, and it's just they tell the story they got to tell, which yeah. is a nice, nice thing. I don't know if you're. Uh, have you subscribed to Disney Plus? You on oh, Disney yeah, Plus? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Same. Same. On the day. Like on the day. Really? I, the guy I've in the Star Wars it. hoodie. <laughs> yeah. Subscribes to Disney Plus. Eh? <laughs> Guys, I'm I'm wearing a Star Wars hoodie. That's pretty sick. Um, <laughs> it is a nice hoodie. Yeah. And I don't really like Star Wars that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah but this was not bad. What did you think of the new Star Wars? Um, the uh, Rise of the uh, yeah. Skywalker. I I I liked it. You know what? I, I thought it was fine. I. It's a fucking movie. Yeah. Like these. It's aliens fighting in space, <laughs> and there's these fucking people that are getting outraged. And yeah, like, what losing the their minds. Like, dude, just sit back, put your 3D fucking glasses on, <laughs> and let them blast that visual marvel into your head for two hours, and shut the fuck up. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. It's space wars. <laughs> like, fuck off. Yeah, guess what, guys? We haven't... Sci- science. We haven't yeah. figured it all out yet. Yeah. And guess what? Our imaginations can. So just let like, them do it. I found the movie, like, was very... Uh, everything was very spoon-fed. Yes. Like, it was like, oh, we're doing this because of this. And yeah. we're going to have to do this. Like, it was very... We don't want to confuse anyone. Yeah. And then there was, like, some forced shit, like... The end Everybody's of the, on that. Yeah. End of the battle. Like, here, Chewie, here's this award we should have given you in 1977. <laughs> yeah. Like, and just somebody's just like, you should have this. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> fuck. Luke and Han got a goddamn ceremony. <laughs> I think JJ was just trying to tie up all yeah. the loose ends yeah. and just make it's up like, for we got, all we got these the... boxes we need to yeah. check. And, you know how uh, hard that is? Oh, yeah. It was, um, but, I, but yeah, in all honesty, you know, I, I just, after it was done, I, was, I thought to myself, yeah, that, that was fun. I, I, yeah. I had everything I wanted, and, and man, there's so many leaps of faith all of the time. It's just, mm-hmm. why can't we just let it happen? Why can't we let the force grow a little bit? Sure, and people get mad, like, like now, now the force can heal people? Yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> why not? Exactly. You can send one lightsaber to another person? I mean, <laughs> I get it, but just let it happen, man. It's a cool bit. It was a cool bit. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I honestly didn't mind it that much. I, I thought it, I thought it was pretty damn fun. I mean, it's just my biggest problem with that um, with the Star Wars franchise is just literally one, two, and three. Like I just mm-hmm. Attack of the Clones and like it just I, I can't <laughs> any of those. I, I don't even want. I talk was about it. I like I hovered over Phantom Menace oh, a few months back, and I'm like, could I just like go f- one to nine? Yeah. And I was just like, I can't fucking, pr- <laughs> no, I can't dude. press play, man. No. I can't fucking do it. Uh-uh. Jar Jar Binks. Fuck. Get out of here. Jar Jar. <laughs> Get man. And, uh, Hayden Christensen was just fucking terrible. Yeah. It's one. In th- I did like the pod races. I remember when I was in college, I got, a, I got a huge, like I got a surround sound system and my oh. buddy had all these, like, uh, these fucking huge speakers that he got like from, they're, they're hot. Yeah, 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 And I remember I set up, so my surround sound system had like um, five speakers and a subwoofer, and oh, then yeah. I had these four other huge speakers that I tied into it all. That 5.1. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> 5.1 fucking Dolby sound, baby. <laughs> and I remember when I got it all set up, I fucking, I put on uh, the pod races and just fucking listen to these things just whiz around my apartment until my neighbor started banging on the wall. Yeah, I hated the pod races. Uh, <laughs> good video game. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, that was like yeah. watching it. You knew, like, you're like, oh, they're making a video game. Yeah, like this is why they're fucking doing this. One hundred percent. One through three is all about merchandise, right? What do you it's mean, one about... through three? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but the originals yeah, weren't my bad, my bad, really yeah. about the merchandise. They made a lot of money, but they weren't just trying to sell toys. They were actually trying to fucking make movies. Yeah. Um, but like now it's just. 
I don't know. Do you watch like the toys that made us? I was literally waiting for you to stop talking so I could bring that up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was like <laughs> these shows that were designed around toys. Yeah. And it was just like, well, we've got the toy. Let's make a cartoon out of it. And it's yeah. just like, and it's a fucking crazy business. If you haven't watched the toys that made us on Netflix, I, I cannot urge enough that if you're a nostalgia head or even if you just are curious or you played with a toy, whatever your reason is, you need to watch that show. Cause I, I, I loved that show. I've watched it. Twi- I've watched quite a few episodes. I, twice. I think I skipped My Little Pony. Oh, did you? Yeah. You it, should watch that. Yeah. One. Do they? Do yeah. they? Do they it's get into? Do they talk about bronies at all? Uh, they they do, but I think they keep bronies to like a sentence or two. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Because you don't really want to go down that road. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Yeah, the bronie <laughs> thing is weird. But I think they they drop in like uh like a sentence or two, and then that's it. But um, yeah, it's. I thought it was that series is is fantastic. It's right up my alley. The Ninja Turtles one is great. I love the Ninja. You know those Turtles. two got back or back together, right? Eh? Oh really? Yeah. So that came out recently. So they're back together now. They're gonna do another. Uh, they're gonna do, I believe, a Ninja story, a Ninja Turtle story, another one, an extension of something. Okay. But they just got back together. I wasn't after. a fan of the new Ninja Turtle movies. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But the uh, the originals, like the uh, the. The two and three got a little weird, but the yeah. first Ninja Turtles movie is fucking amazing. Oh, it was crazy. It was so dark. Yeah. And, and at the time as kids, it was it was so haunting. But it it just it made sense. Like it just made sense. I was telling you about uh this video game system I have. It's mm-hmm. like ten thousand bootlegged games from our kids, but it's got right. like so it's got every system out there, like uh Atari's, Nintendo's, um, but it also has arcade games. Oh, and yeah, it's four player Ninja Turtle game. Is that you can talk I about? Got, buddy, yeah. Turtles oh. in Time. Yeah, like, dude. But here's the best part is um, the controllers they give you are Super Nintendo controllers. Oh, right. And the select button is your quarter. So you're just like, ding, ding, ding. I'm finishing <laughs> fucking arcade games that would have cost like $300. When yeah. you're, and you're like, there's still levels. Like, oh, who's yeah. paying to get this far? <laughs> I will tell you who. I was. And, and the thing, it, it's there's no skill. It's just... How fast can I hit this button? Straight up button mashing. <laughs> Straight up button mashing. Because the, the villains were coming from everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Like, everywhere all the time. The amount of times like my character would flick. Because I'm also talking about X-Men. The X-Men yeah. game was the same style, right? We had that massive arcade game with the four player. Mm-hmm. And it was just, okay, how can I just mash this up as much as possible? But that was, yeah, those are those are some of my favorite games ever. Mm-hmm. And I finished the, we finished the, uh, me and my bestie finished, uh, I think it was, I think it was X-Men. Arcade wise, and yeah, it costs us like twenty bucks or twenty five bucks <laughs> in, in quarters. Yeah, just sitting there constantly, and it was yeah, it was pretty ridiculous. I miss arcades. Yeah, no more arcades. I mean, they're there, right? Because I mean, we got Tilt. There's another one that's just gonna open yeah, up. Yeah, I, I guess about. like it's it's a different different beast now. Now it's a it's you a go there feel. as an adult and get drunk and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, drinking these adult beverages now. Yeah, yeah. you're you're right, you're right. But it also is is. It's a it's a good way to get that nostalgia fix without being lazy at home or without just you know being able to leave your house mm-hmm. and get into a different kind of atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, no, I uh, I I went to the fuck I think it was Tilt maybe. Uh, yeah. What's the one on Bluer? Um, uh, Blue, 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 near Blue. near the Brunswick, the old Brunswick house. It was near there. I don't know. Right. I remember we went for a birthday party. Uh, I was middle of the day and came out to a four hundred or five hundred dollar parking ticket. What? what? Yeah, it was uh, parking in a in a handicap spot, which I'm like, where the fuck is the sign? And it was like in the spot there was a a, 
um, a fucking clothing bin, you know? Yeah, yeah. And behind the clothing uh, bin was the sign. Oh and gosh. I was like, and every other handicapped spot in the parking lot was had the blue cir- square on it. Yeah. And this one did one. not. And I'm like, they just do this to fucking ding people. Oh, for sure they So do. that was like the last, and now I'm bitter at that arcade. I'm like, I'm never going back. You know, it was Tilt because it, yeah. it was off of Blue at the time. So they've moved down to yeah, uh, yeah. Dundas. But it was Tilt. Yeah, yeah, I remember the the bar was I I didn't open mic there at one point. I'm like, oh, now there's an arcade. Okay. Right. So yeah, many weird love... places in this city that I'm like, I did a show there. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I stand ups. You guys are everywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. everywhere. I've performed in some odd odd places. Yeah, yeah. But hey, that's the game, baby. Oh man, listen, the amount of times that I how many done... times did you do stand up? Uh, I did a month's worth, so maybe like six or seven. Okay. Yeah. And then you're like, that's eh, not for me. One hundred percent. Yeah, 100%. Well, it was fine. Hey, man, I, I applaud you for realizing it's not for you because there's a <laughs> lot of fucking people who haven't realized it. Yeah. And they've been at this a long fucking time. Like, maybe yeah. maybe this isn't your game. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Why don't you do some more shows so you can figure it out? You do some more shows. Um, but I did I want to ask you before, uh, how sure. deep is this comic book collection? Oh, man, yeah. It's it's uh, at my place alone. I probably have about seven or eight full boxes, like long boxes. And then at my parents' place, I probably have about the same if not a little bit more Jesus. yeah when i started um i started in what are they sitting in you got them all in plastic most of them yeah. i would say 90 percent of them yeah. are in plastic yeah for sure you got uh, any prize possessions yeah i just went to uh with that commercial money i made uh, <laughs> man you know what i might just big get mac big money mac baby <laughs> <laughs> i um i had the what's called the jim lee experience uh two fan expos ago uh, which is in it's in the fall. And um, so what I did was I got to get Jim Lee to sign a couple of my books. And so those are like my X-Men number one when he jumped on board mm-hmm. and, and helped them out and he did a, a couple of other titles that I was just in love with. Because he was one of my, he's one of my absolute favorites. So I got to meet him. That was great. Um, uh, but McFarlane that signed, uh, so I met him last year, or sorry, this this past year. McFarlane, Seth Expo. McFarlane? Uh, no, no, Todd, Todd, Todd McFarlane. Yeah. The creative oh. spawn. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I, I'm not huge into the comic book world, gotcha. uh, but I, I did know that I, once you said his name, I'm like, Oh yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Canada. He's from <laughs> Alberta. That guy. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I've got a couple issues that are very, very, uh, prized possessions for me, but I don't think I have enough that would fill one long box to be honest with you. Um, you like, uh, you like the Marvel movies, obviously. Look, I, I love the Marvel movies. I think they just I, did it right. Yeah, they did. Um, Period. DC did not do it right. On multiple occasions, though. It's like, fucking you have to terrible. Say times 10. It's terrible. I remember everyone's singing Shazam's praises. I watched it, and the only thing I liked about it was like, hey, that's the gardener. <laughs> hey, I know that. Like, that was the, all I liked about it yeah. was I recognized people. I'm like, hey, that's that. Hey, yeah. that's Shamika. Yeah. You know? Like, it's just... <laughs> Other than that, the movie sucked. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was probably one of the better ones. Well, that's what everyone's saying. And then uh, everyone's singing praises of uh, Wonder Woman. I yep. fucking thought it was a piece of shit. The 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 villain in all of the movies they they make they made horrible choices. DC's made horrible choices with their villains, and I think they they've just gone too big, too fast, too hard, and so well because they saw what Marvel was doing. Like shit, we got to do this now. Yeah, and that's see that's the exact same. That's the, that's the thing. They were like, we have to do this. Now, instead, mm-hmm. Marvel's like, okay, we're going to do this in small chunks. Mm-hmm. We're going to build these characters. Yeah. So we build them, and they built them, and we love them. But, I mean, you can't just give us the Justice League with no only knowing 
two out of the six characters yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. give a shit about Cyborg. Cyborg's your brother, man. He's one of my favorites. <laughs> I wanted to do his root for a black guy. And I was like, yo, bro, you suck. <laughs> the whole time, I was like, I don't care it was about like you. That, that, like, fucking, even the graphics, everything, yeah, man. Yeah, I, I remember going to see that with a buddy of mine. I got this buddy that we just... We, we used to be neighbors uh, over off the Danforth, and mm. we see each other once or twice a year now, but it's just, hey, let's go to a movie. And that's, our, that's right. just, and we have a little catch-up beforehand, watch a movie. And, but this guy, has, he'll never watch a trailer. He doesn't, know, he doesn't want to know anything about the movies <laughs> right. going in. And I remember inviting him to Justice League, and I was like, do you want to go watch a really shitty movie? And he's like, if it's shitty, why do you want to see it? I go, I kind of just want to see how bad it is. Yeah, oh, man. When I saw it, it just, this was insult to injury. There's a bunch of us that went. So there might have been like eight of us that went to Justice League. We knew that was going to be bad, but we still were like, okay, it might be so bad that it's good. Mm-hmm. So we go, paid our 20 bucks, got the 3D, the whole thing. And just before the movie, you know how they play at least a dozen, half a dozen commercials now? Yeah. We should have called it out. But during a commercial, it kind of it flickered and it kind of gave us just a little bit of a pause. And we're like, ooh, this, okay, are we good? Is everything good? Okay, great. <laughs> I would say about half hour, 45 minutes into the movie, that same flicker came back into the movie. We're like, okay, what's happening here? 10 minutes later, it does that. Then the movie stops. Shit. So we're about a hot 45, almost an hour into the movie. Stops. So everybody's like, boo. So we're waiting a little bit. Then it it comes back. We're like, okay, we're fine. We're fine. We're fine. 10 minutes later, flicker. 15 minutes later, whole thing stops. So my experience was... First of all, are it's these a long movie. film reels they're using? It, yeah. What the yeah. fuck's going on? I Press forgot play. to mention, got to the DeLorean, went back in time for the experience, <laughs> and came back. <laughs> Doc was like, "You can." We did it anyway. Um, and so the the movie stopped. So we missed the last half hour of the movie, and so the movie's already long. Mm-hmm. So it just felt like a massive experience, and I had to go see it again. Uh. And I was like, "I can't do it, man." So I I hate that movie so hard. My- <laughs> so hard. buddy of mine was at uh, I think the last Star Wars, and the movie went out. Um, oh, it was wow. just the video. The sound kept going, and his D box kept going. <laughs> <laughs> so it was blank That's screen, and, and his, his chairs just jumping around. <laughs> Uh, do you like the D box? I haven't tried it yet. I do not like it. I don't feel like I would. I, uh, like there's like, it'll lean you forward when things get intense. Like okay, Ooh. I'll, I'll yeah. let me enjoy this how I need to enjoy. Yeah, it, yeah. Know? But now they got like, um, isn't there mist or something? Too? Yeah, like 4D now. You can like get fucking. Mi- I don't want to get wet. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking movie i'm here to yeah. eat my nachos and huge pop yeah okay. if, I get, if i get wets because i'm hammered and i dribble on myself you know what i mean i don't need i don't need shit to be sprayed at me during a movie you ever go to the movies alone uh, oh yeah i love the movies alone. I, i'm cool with it because yeah. i just i can't deal with and i figured this out a long time ago i can't deal with the organization i can't deal with calling people up yeah. be like hey i want to go see a movie at this time oh yeah but excuses 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 i'm I'm just going to go on my own. Yeah. I, I'm, uh, I'm cool I, I, I ditch Kira so much. And go, She's like, I guess I'll go see that with Jim Kim. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah you'll like it. You'll like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Uh, but yeah, yeah I like, because um, I'm on the road a lot. And most of the time, of like if I'm, if I'm away for a weekend, I'll just go see a flick during the afternoon. Because I don't know if I, I'm in London, Ontario. What the fuck am I going to do? If I don't Ugh. go see a movie. I'm going to go to a bar and yeah. get fucking drunk all day. And it's easy to do that in London, Ontario. You to, that's all you can do in London, <laughs> Ontario. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I was true. just there last weekend. Good times, good times. <laughs> um, you got to, uh, let's, uh, let's, we got to wrap this up. I want to hear about sure. your love life first. What's going on? You got a girl? What's up? Yeah, man, everything's good on that front, man. Yeah, everything's good. You got anything good. serious? 
Oh. That was such a non-answer. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> serious, eh? Have you ever diplomatic. had a serious? Oh, I've had multiple serious relationships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, uh, yeah. It is girls we're talking, right? Yeah. Okay, I did. I, fuck, I don't. No, I, you right. You got You got to ask nowadays, <laughs> yeah, yeah. man. You know? There's different things happening. Different. Now the gays look just like us. <laughs> <laughs> You can't just tell how much they bend their hats anymore, you know? <laughs> Have you ever had a big a big one? Uh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've had a big one. Yeah. It, yeah. I'm I I like um what am I trying to say here? Yeah, it's I've the had the hardest question we've asked mm-hmm. tonight, though. <laughs> Got him in the hot seat. Yeah. <laughs> it was hot in here. <laughs> um yeah, man. Yeah, I got a big one, yeah. You you, yeah. you got one now or you had one? Uh, I've got one now, yeah. Okay, that's yeah, good. That's good. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Good. You're in your 40s. Can't be swinging forever, you know? Oh, uh, dude. Yeah, you can, right? Uh, like, uh, shout uh, out uh, to uh, Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio and, and Brad Pitt. No, How good know. was Gervais' joke about DiCaprio at the Golden Globes? Did you see that? I just watched it today. He said, uh, uh, Died. Um, once upon a time in Hollywood, so long. At the by the end of the premiere, Leo's date was too old for him. God, I died. I was like, and, and DiCaprio's he face. laughed too. He was like, yeah. I think that was made me. That's what made me laugh even more. The fact is, DiCaprio's like, yeah, okay, okay, Gervais. Yeah. I tried to buy tickets for Gervais's show because he's gonna be here in um, sold out like crazy, so fast. quick. And I tried was to do that Sony today. Center. Meridian Hall, yeah. Meridian, yeah. It's in like August or something. Where's the Meridian? It's the Sony Center. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like how you said Sony Center. Both of us like, no. Where's the Meridian? It's the Sony Center. It's actually the Hummingbird Center. That's That's what I still call it. O'Keefe Center. O'Keefe. Oh my gosh, get out of here. Um, (laughs) You should know that. I've always had a problem with Ricky Gervais' stand-up just because like, he wasn't a stand-up. He was, uh, I think he started in the rate as a radio guy and then got TV shows in England. Mm-hmm. And then he like came to stand up so late. Um, and I remember watching his first special and he didn't, he didn't put in the work that you need to as a stand up. Like mm-hmm. he was, he got famous and then was like, Oh, I'm going to do this. Right. And he had a, a podium on stage and he kept going behind the podium. Like he was taking a drink and he was reading notes. And I'm like, you don't fucking read <laughs> notes on your special, man. Like, if you don't know your fucking act, yeah. it should not be recorded in any way. There totally. should be no fucking cue cards. Yeah. You should fucking put in the work right. and know this thing inside and out. Man. Right. And it's like, I see it with comics and Toronto. Everyone wants to put out an album because you can get money off the radio. Uh-huh. And it's like, people fucking using cue cards at fucking recordings. Like, people recording the first time they've ever done a 45-minute set. I'm like, this isn't how the fucking game works. Like, right. I, I got an album coming out. It's out now once this podcast. But I toured for a fucking year headlining shows and like building the act. Yeah. And then I recorded it. But like people like, I don't know, it's my first time ever doing 45. Let's see what happened. Like this isn't. It's not time to see what happens. Yeah. And now you're recording this and it's going to be out there forever. Yeah. Then it it is not your best work. Like my my album, I hate it. Um, But it was just like. (laughs) The comedy records that I put it through, he was like, it's fucking great. My wife's like, dude, it's a great recording. But like, because I'm, I don't know, I'm, I'm crazy about my material. I'm like, I do those jokes better. I can, I've got better tags, but it's just, I don't know, man, people are just throwing shit out there. But that was my problem with Gervais. It was like, you didn't know your act. And then I, then he did that uh, talking comedian or comedians talking or I don't know. It was like talking funny, talking funny. Right. 
It was Louis C.K., Chris Rock, Jerry Seinfeld, and then Ricky Gervais. I'm like, what are you doing <laughs> sitting with these guys? You don't deserve to be on this fucking thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like more of a host. I, I know, but it's just like, uh, I don't know. And they just, just like tore him to shreds at the end of yeah. it. Yeah, I just true. don't like that he fucking used cue cards for his special. <laughs> and that's, and I, I, I don't think I'll ever be able to get over that. No, you won't be because you just talked about it for about 10 minutes. Yeah, and this was 10 years ago this special <laughs> fucking happened. But I've just never... I've never given him the time of day because of that. But yeah. he's done great shit. Like, uh, uh, Life's Too Short. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking brilliant. Uh, Extras I nev- is great. I, oh, yeah. Extras is, Extras is my favorite from him. Me too. I hear good things. And and I, I don't like him. Yeah. yeah. Why? What's your excuse, huh? I just don't. You know, I think he's one <laughs> of those guys that you either really like or you yeah, yeah. don't. I, right. Polarizing. I, I enjoyed the fuck out of uh, every time he hosted the uh, Golden Globes. Um, totally. Just yeah. because he, he didn't give a fuck. He's like, yeah. fuck you guys. I'm going to say it. I, I enjoy that. I just can't fucking take it as a stand-up. <laughs> make, make TV shows all you want. Make movies all you want. Stay out of my fucking realm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But anyway, that's just my hang-up. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, can we edit all that out? <laughs> no, I don't want this sure. to come back and play me. <laughs> yeah, when you're opening for Ricky. Oh, yeah, Ricky. Hey, Ricky, big fan. How are you? I listened to your podcast, Jeff. <laughs> From 2020, <laughs> here's the deal. Uh, too much. How long have we been? We've done our hour, right? Oh, yeah. Fuck. Oh. Was that fun or what? Are you kidding me? It was a great time. I, I had, had a blast. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even uh, I didn't even get really deep into you. I, I, was, know, gonna, I was gonna ask you about your first finger banging and everything. <laughs> <laughs> now that I wouldn't hesitate telling you about. Uh, no, man, I had a blast. I had a, I had a great time, man. I had a great time. Well, Thank you great. so much for having me. Guys, really get great. out there, or not get out there, but um, get on your fucking Whatever device you watch your shows on, uh, hit the old CBC Gem app and is. give Bit Players a watch. Yeah, Bit Players, man. It's good it's to see there. some Canadian content. Thanks, man. And uh, good to see some funny guys working. Thank and you. Um, good for you, uh, Nigel Downer, everybody. Check him out out there. Are you still doing any yeah. improv or sketch or anything? Yeah, yeah, You're I'm still doing on improv. stage? Yeah, I'm doing improv all the time. You can catch me uh, more than likely at Bad Dog Theater, which nice. is just. Uh, Bloor and uh, was Ossington, yeah. so I'm there quite often, usually on weekends, Friday night, Saturday night. Check me out there. You can check me out on uh, Instagram. I love taking photos. Uh, it's Nigel underscore Downer on the IG. Boom. Uh, Twitter, I'm not as active, but you never know. I pop up and, and yeah, promote Twitter's, stuff. Every once Twitter's while. dead, man. <laughs> Twitter's dead. And guys, you know where to find me. Not at the Underground every Wednesday anymore because that show is done. Um, but uh, I got a new album out there called Delightfully Dark. And it's available on all streaming services and uh, through Comedy Records. Hello. So check that shit out, guys. I worked really hard. And um, I, oh, I forgot to address on the back. We uh, did take some time off for the holidays. So welcome back to all my spuds out there who listen to the Potato Files. Oh, I like that. Spuds, yeah. hey, you like that? Get, into it. get Keep some it. spuds. <laughs> uh, but guys, come back. This is the Potato Files on NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Hello to the five people still listening and mom. 
Thank you for listening to the Potato Files here on Never Sleeps Network. Now that you're done this, go check out another NSN podcast created right here in Toronto. Comedy and wrestling fans, check out Casey Corbin's wrestling podcast, Talkin' Wrestling, here on NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.